You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovic as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Welcome to AISTS 2020 Medical Podcast. So we have Hanisa Wan Lee here with us today to introduce a little bit about hanbang, also known as traditional Korean medicine in sport. So good morning. Um, it's a pleasure to have you here with us today. Hi, Gia. Thanks for having me. So I'm super excited about this topic as we hear about conventional medicine, you know, the medical teams and staffs in sport when hanbang is rarely mentioned. So before we begin, can you explain what Hanisa and Hanbang is to the listeners? Because I'm sure many are very unfamiliar with these two terms. Of course. As you mentioned, I'm Hanisa, doctor of Hanbang, specialized in sport. Hanbang is a traditional Korean medicine, which you might be familiar with the typical oriental medicine. We provide non-invasive, human-friendly, and doping-free care to athletes by practicing the five techniques of Hanbang. Interesting. The use of hanbang is pretty common in Korea that uh, many Korean professional sport teams, you know, from volleyball to basketball, often hire Hanisa like you as part of the team doctors and medical staff, yes? Absolutely. We're very much involved in many different sport teams. We're also part of polyclinics in Korea. So do you know what polyclinics are in mega sporting events? Yeah, it's kind of like a separate hospital in the athlete village where they provide diverse medical services. I believe. Correct. Uh, but there's one specialty area that you won't find in any other sporting events other than those hosted in Korea. Let me guess, it's Hanbang. So tell me, how did it begin? The first Hanbang polyclinics for a sports competition opened in the 2014 Asian Games. This was the first time that a medical center specializing in Korean medicine had ever been provided for athletes participating in a global competition. So was it just this once? No, it kind of continued from there on. 2015 Gwangju Summer University, 2018 Pyeongchang Olympics, and the 2019 FINA World Championships. And the studies done by the Society of Sports Korean Medicine recorded more than 1,500 injury and illness cases for Hanbang polyclinics in these events. Lots of cases. So I heard this rumor that due to the excellent care, the officials from 2020 Tokyo Olympics showed great interest in the, the clinic as well as the services. Is it true? Uh-huh. Very nice. So let's discuss a couple humble techniques and hear who used them. Is there any uh, star athletes plenty. that you can mention? Plenty, plenty, plenty. From the Korean athletes, while Olympic gold figure skater Kim Yona used acupuncture to alleviate her back pain, Park Ji-sung, who used to play for the Manchester United, likewise turned to Hanbang whenever his leg was injured. So what is this acupuncture? Um, how is it performed? Well, acupuncture is a 3,000-year-old technique that promotes natural process by stimulating anatomic sites, called acupoints, by inserting sterilized needles into the skin. There are studies that support the acupuncture might help ease several types of chronic pain in the lower back, as well as osteoarthritis and migraines. Is there any clinical trials to confirm the effectiveness? Yeah, I'll mention one. It's called ARTNGNAC done in 2006. Acupuncture provided superior therapeutic effects compared to the standard care in the lower back. 
Okay, well, let's move on to our next technique. Before we move on, I have a trivia question for you. What has 19 gold medals and a bunch of purple circles? Oh, I totally know. Michael Phelps. I guess the next technique must be cupping. Yes. Uh, some athletes, including Michael Phelps and an American gymnast, Alexander Nador, who uses it, swears by it, saying it keeps him injury-free and speeds recovery. So how does it work exactly? Cupping uh, removes stagnation and stimulates the flow of chi. They use special cups made, of, made out of bamboo, glass, or silicon and place it on your skin to create suction. Warming the air within the cup, a vacuum is created and the tissue is drawn up into the cup, which increases the blood flow and loosens the connective tissue. Is there any risks or side effects? Well, cupping may cause temporary bruising and soreness depending on the degree of suction. However, this means that a treatment has been successful. Aha! Uh -huh. So is there any medical research that uh, supports this? Of course. Uh, although many uh, people are still trying to uncover the truth behind cupping, many studies have shown cupping helps with musculoskeletal, back, neck pains, and even carpal tunnel syndrome. So, I have a question. Do you remember um, the Korean swimming Olympian Park Tae-hwan when he chose to treat his corns by hanbang over the usual conventional medicine? Of course, um, and this brings to my next technique, moxibustion. He was only 17, winning three golds at the 2006 Doha Asian Games, but his corns affected his training while aiming for the next championships. Having a surgery would have required a one-month post-surgery rest. So Moxie Boston pretty much saved his career, huh? This is why he chose Hamba. So tell me more about this technique. Moxie Boston is a form of heat therapy in which dry plants called moxa are burned on the surface of the skin. The intention is to warm and invigorate the flow of qi in the body. 10 days of direct Moxie Boston significantly reduces back pain caused by local muscle fatigue. And this is supported by scholarly journals in the US and Professor Park Hee Jun. It sounds also magic to me. I mean, we hear all these superstars using these therapies curing so many problems. I mean, there must be some critiques about it. Is there any limitations or risks that we should be aware of? There are a couple of potential risks. Uh, the first is the doping risk of using herbal medicine. There have been some cases where an athlete was accused of doping due to the consumption of oriental herbs. So what happened? Well, it turned out the athlete obtained pills from an uncertified health food shop. Here, the important aspect we have to remember is this. Medicine should only be prescribed by those professionals who are certified for prescription. Yes, I, I definitely agree with this. Um, tell me more about the risks, if there are any. Well, there's no question that many athletes or trainers uh, believe in the treatment. But there's not much science to determine whether Hanbang offers a real psychological benefit or whether the athletes simply are enjoying a placebo effect. However, my close colleague, Dr. Kalikman from the US believes the treatment has a real psychological effect after all. Cupping by causing local inflammation triggers the immune system to produce cytokine to help modulate the immune response. Still, a placebo effect can be beneficial and for athletes at the Olympic level, any legal edge may be worth a few eye-catching bruises. Then I guess the future discussion should not be whether Hanbang is standalone or supplementary medicine. It should be more focused on how to promote this oriental technique so that more people may find alternative solutions for their long-lasting pain. 
Yes, uh, many individuals have taken a leap of faith to try hanbang and the results have been successful. So it's just a matter of promoting this hanbang technique that many global citizens can benefit from. Well, thank you very much for sharing this interesting topic with us today. I look forward to discussing other topics in the, in the future. You're very welcome and thank you for having me. Well, this is it for AISTS Medical Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and more to come next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page or visit us at www.aists.org.